this is Bill Barney and I'm here on uh, Digging Into the Future with uh, one of our great thought leaders uh, of the last two decades, Steve Smith, who has recently been appointed the CEO of Zao, uh, but is probably more famous for uh, the years that he was actually the CEO of Equinix. So as we start talking about digital infrastructure, he's got the unique perspective of being one of the leaders in the data center space, but also now one of the leaders in the uh, in the fiber space. So I think we'll get some very, very interesting perspectives on, on uh, two of the key elements of the digital infrastructure as we look into the future. So very, very excited to spend a few minutes uh, with Steve this week. Thanks, Bill. Great to see you too, and I appreciate the, uh, the opportunity. You're, you're one of the, the few guys, I think, that's uh, actually done the fiber space and the data center space. Uh, I guess I, I, I kind of qualify in that space as well. Obviously, the fiber space is a constant uh, price erosion that's going on, which is a little bit different than the data center space, for example, right? And yeah. uh, it's yeah. not growing as fast. Uh, so, I mean, what, what's, your, what's your initial thoughts on the differences or kind of the challenges of both? Yeah, great question. Um, the reason I took the job is that I, I view the communications infrastructure space, Bill, like you and, you and I have talked about this, is really three big sectors, right? The data centers, the data transport, fiber being part of that, and then wireless. And if, if I was going to go back to work and do another one of these, I definitely wanted to do it in the communications infrastructure space. So there were very few places where I would have had this opportunity. But it's, you know, underneath the hood, it's a recurring revenue model. It, it has the same metrics that any recurring revenue model has. So, you know, you got to really pay attention to bookings and churn and installs and, and revenue and EBITDA and pricing and margins and returns. So it's underneath the hood, the business model is generally the same from, from the recurring revenue nature of it. It is very high capital intensity. Um, and so the, there's a higher capital hurdle here, I think, than my previous experience with the data center world and a longer lease up period to, to lease up these assets. And the builds can take quite a long time. So I, what I've discovered is it's a little more complex uh, from my perspective, but it's very close to, to you know, what, what you and I've done for years. And it's, this is all about connectivity. You know, we primarily focus on connecting data centers, connecting fiber to the tower and connecting enterprises. So we're in that game that you know, we're all very familiar with. You know, obviously looking at Zao, Zao before this is before your time, but they uh, they unloaded their data center business. Um, you know, before you got there, I mean, do you see the the fiber and the data centers going together as a you know? It's it's interesting because I think one thing we're seeing around the world is many of the telcos are divesting, partly because of that multiple issue, right? Which is right. Uh, they can trade out the data centers at, at twenty well, times when they're you know they're trading at eight. I think. I think that was part of it, but I think it was also just focus on their core business. And that's exactly what Zao did. And it, the, the transaction got done just as I arrived. And part of it is part of it is the new investors, Bill. They wanted to get zoned in on the communications infrastructure part of the business. And that's a $2 billion business today that's that's got great margins that, that had accumulated all these data centers through those 46 acquisitions. And they really weren't a data center company. And so the, the, the growth wasn't there. So the new investors said, Let's, let's put, pull the data centers out. There was another business that, that we had acquired called Allstream, which was voice. And, and, you know, it was a different business model and that got separated out. So the core of Zale today is 14 years into it is core communications infrastructure, fiber, layer two, layer three and transport services. So now just picking your brain now, since you were a, a data center guy for so long, um, you know, we've had we're having a lot of chats around uh, data centers and where that that industry is headed. And obviously, the new 
buzzword is edge. Um, yeah. You and obviously that sort of plays the fiber space. Do you, you you see edge taking off, or what's and how do you sort of define it? Are you hearing about it in California as sort of the the new way of data centers? What's what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's 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 been slow to develop, and I think COVID probably slowed it down a little bit, in my opinion, Bill. Um, but the way I think about it is the big tier one markets got populated all over the world with cloud nodes, network nodes, all the stuff you and I did in previous companies. I, I, do, I do see that the world's going to move from this centralized core cloud infrastructure that's been set up. I think there's another of the core, but I do think the edge moving, meaning moving to tier two, tier three, tier four markets and pushing that compute storage and networking further out away from those core markets is going to happen. We certainly see it in the U.S. because there's all these smaller markets that you're aware of. I know the distances are tougher in Asia. You're starting to see it in Europe. But in, but in the U.S., I think it's going to unfold. You know, you know, you and I have been around a long time. So we go from centralized to decentralized, back to centralized, back to decentralized. And so I, I, do, I don't think it's going to replace the core. I do think it's going to supplement it. And I think all these things, the Internet of Things, there's more cameras and sensors and things that are getting connected to the Internet. And those things are all over the place. They're not just in New York and Dallas and Silicon Valley. They're in every market around the world. Yeah, no, I think it's 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 an interesting. Uh, I mean, obviously, here in Asia, we're seeing uh, it's a huge movement, and it's partially because there, in some cases there are no data centers in some of these markets. Uh, right. When you go to you know parts of China, you know you're talking Cambodia, Vietnam, you know yeah. there's almost nothing there, and these are 70 million people in some of these cities, you know, in some of these countries. Uh, the Philippines, for example, has got. Uh, you know, I think seven or eight data centers total in the whole country, and it's a uh, yeah. So no, it's it's a fantastic. I, I think it's 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 an opportunity. Um, well, there's a lot of infrastructure capital that's looking at those markets right now, as you know, that that are trying to figure out how to go get in that game. Yeah, no, I think it's uh, it's an interesting time to be there. Let's do a little archaeology here. Um, let's let's flash forward thirty years, and this is a question I've asked you once before at PTC. I said. Uh, you, asked, you answered this for me a couple of years ago, but I said, who do you think will be the great leaders when we look back um, to 2000 to 2010? So the turn of the century, who, who, who's the CEOs that, that sort of, uh, you know, that will think about 50 years from now and say, Jesus, they, they, were, they were way ahead and thought about things? Yeah, I think it's a great question. We're, we're, you know, we're so early into the 21st century, so it's really hard if you think about the next 50 to, I don't know, 80 years. I, I tell you, you know, the, I, I watch all the great innovators. I, I always pay attention to them because I think, you know, people like Elon Musk and, you know, and people like that are, are see the future uh, at, a, at a higher rate than most people do. I think he's I think he's one person to watch for sure. And it's way beyond, um, you know, electric vehicles. If you just look at what he's doing now with his with Starlink, which is which is part of that, that where they're putting up the low Earth orbit satellites. It's, it's just amazing. I mean, and they're trying to provide broadband to places where broadband, wireline broadband doesn't exist. And so is that really what he's solving for? Is he going to, you know, are we going to be able to service broadband from, from low Earth, you know, orbit satellites? He's got 1,400 in orbit today. They're shooting up rockets every, you know, every other month. People think they're, they're, they're he's trying to figure out how to get people up to space. I actually think, you know, they're supposed to double those satellites by this summer. Um, he's got approval for 12,000. I just read an article. He's got approval for 12,000 of these satellites and they're seeking approval for another 30,000. There's something going on there when, when somebody, this, that team, this bright is thinking about SpaceX and, you know, getting people to space. 
I think he's solving a bigger problem than that. And so to me, that's a, that's a great example of somebody who's so creative, so out there. If I were to look, if I were to try to project that and look back, I'll bet you he's going to be super successful, whatever the heck he does. Well, great. Well, thanks. Thanks a lot for taking a few minutes with us, uh, Steve. Always a, uh, a fantastic uh, discussion and, and sort of uh, we really appreciate the insights because I think uh, you're, you're right at the edge of, uh, as you say, the crossroads come right through Zao and, and, uh, and obviously through your doorstep. And uh, you've been always a great uh, guy at sort of looking at what's going on and giving us sort of guidance as to you know where, where things are headed. So thanks a lot for taking that few minutes with us today and and uh we'll look forward to hopefully uh shaking your hand and uh spending some yes. time with you in hawaii next year in uh I hopefully look, at I, uh, ptc so uh we'll look, look forward, forward to that, to that. thank you the world vaccinated so we can come back to hawaii and, and, and see everybody at ptc i love that conference and i'm looking forward to it thanks a lot steve you bet thanks bill